to do an introduction now. You'd think I'd be prepared, but I'm not. But we'll just go with it. Um, okay, so welcome to the final cast, everyone. This is the very, very, very first episode ever. How exciting. So I've got a guest with me that I've known for, like, a time. It's Anna. Say hello, Anna. Hello, Anna. Amazing. Great. Fulfilled. We did it. Um, I did the joke. I can leave now. Yeah, goodbye. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it would be great rather than to do like a massive big first episode to do like a small mini episode. So this is basically what we're doing. And we're basically, me and Anna got together and we, we've been like watching some horror shorts in our spare time. And we basically picked the ones that we thought were the best to talk about and discuss and then basically like talk about them in the podcast. Um, so we've picked five shorts and they're all on YouTube and I can either like, can t- I can tell you what they are, but I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll let you guys know when we go down each one, but yeah, very exciting. Hopefully this episode goes okay. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you feeling scared, Anna? Spooky? I'm, I'm feeling spooked. Amazing. That's, that's all we can hope for, honestly. The first small short we're going to talk about is Don't Peek, and it's basically an Animal Crossing kind of horror short, which is just such a sick idea, like, so cool, the concept, mwah, chef's kiss, love it, just so fun. Um, What did you think of it? It was, it was okay, but... I think a lot of it was just a build-up to a jump scare, and I don't know how much that actually counts for proper horror. But then yeah. that sounds really snooty to say mm, proper horror. No, I I absolutely agree with you because, like, I think I think with like obviously atmospheric tension, you can be scared because you're always waiting for something to happen. But some horror films and some horror shorts do great without any jump scares. They just make you feel uncomfortable, but they don't jump scare you. Um. But this very much felt like we're sat and we're just waiting for something to pop out and that was it. Like, that was literally it for a whole five minutes. It was okay, but it was just not... I don't know, it just wasn't exciting. Such a sick concept. Like, I think I've had some of, like... I felt the most uncomfortable playing Animal Crossing at night with no one else. Like, it's so scary being on your island just alone. Like, I find that really <laughs> freaky. Is I... it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you not get scared? Like, even at 3am when they put, like, the scary alien thing on TV. Like... Oh, God, yeah. Wisp might get me. Oh, the ghost <laughs> that, like, gives you a piece of furniture or some shit. Yeah. yeah. No, I love playing at night because Wisp's about. Oh, no. It, it really freaks me out. It's, like, the whole idea of... A video game, you're playing it by yourself and you're alone in, like, an area is so scary to me. Like, did you see there was um there was a horror game that came out recently? I forget what it was called. And it was about you're the only one in, like, a lobby waiting room in, like, a battle arena. And there's, like, supernatural ghosts in the arena. It's really scary. But that's how I feel when I play Animal Crossing by myself. Like, <laughs> I just... No, I... Ugh, freaks me I, out. I can't say I've ever felt scared playing Animal Crossing. And maybe that's why, I don't know, maybe the film didn't resonate with me because yeah. I'm not the kind of person to get scared at Animal Crossing. Yeah. Not to, not to sound insulting. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I mean, I think you're just built different, Anna. That's the vibe I get. You're just built different. You're just built different. Like, um, everything else is possible to scare me, but I don't think, plus you're not alone when you play Animal Crossing. You've got all your villagers. Yeah, but they're just AI that are programmed to like you. <laughs> no, James, they're my friends. But what What if something goes rogue, like iRobot, and they just go nuts? Like, it could happen. I don't put it past them. I don't trust them. Oh, what's that villager that I hate? There was a lion that I really hated. I don't trust him. I can't remember his name, but fuck that one Animal Crossing villager in particular. Oh, I love all my villagers. Okay, so... Basically, I came up with, like, a very haphazard way to rate all of these shorts. And it's going to be, like, a recurring theme throughout the episodes. So, basically, depending on how big the yike was is how much it scared you. And it's out of ten. So, like, I gave this, like, a two out of ten yikes. Really? Only a two? Yeah, because, um... as we said before, like, we were waiting for that jump scare. Like, and then when it was on, that was it. What would you say? 
I don't know. I think I would give it more than a two because as much as I don't like just waiting for a jump scare, it was good and it did feel quite earned because I did like the concept. Oh, a spooky video game. Yeah, no, you, you're right. Maybe I should elevate it to like a four or a five or something. I think I'd give it six yikes. Oh, six. I'd go, I'll go five. Yeah, I think it's because um, it reminded me of like old school creepypastas about video games. Yeah, literally. It is very much that. It's very much that kind of cursed vibe yeah, to like it. Yeah, like Ben Drowned and stuff like that. It is very creepypasta. Like now you've mentioned it. I kind of see that. Um, yeah, I li- no, I like that. I think, yeah, it just wasn't my cup of tea because I-, I love the concept. Like, I think we both love the concept, but I think there could have been more to it just yeah. in general. But yeah. I fully agree. And also the actual jump scare, it was a bit underwhelming. Um, that just monster. A demon. What? <laughs> like, the design of him is very, like, plain looking for a monster. Like, he's very, like, I'm ugly. And that's kind of yeah. it. Yeah. Do you know it's what just, I mean? Oh, like, here's a horror movie monster. Ugh. That's it. God. And I feel like the, it could have been much creepier. I think it would have been even creepier if we didn't see it, but we saw maybe the video game version killing yeah. the little character. Because then it's implied then, like, if the alien, or the alien, if the monster were, like killed the villager and we saw that happen, we'd know that it would have happened in real life as well. Yeah, um, it could have just cut away. It could have cut to the game screen. Maybe we should just make our own short. By the sound of it, we've got things figured out. Like we, <laughs> We'll just yeah. redo that one. <laughs> we'll we'll they redo came up it. With a cool concept. We'll and, do it again. <laughs> under, like, a dubious new name, like, not Don't Peek, like, not Look. <laughs> <laughs> not look not look yeah that's the new title um no lucky no looking not allowed um okay well yeah so that was called don't peek um i i did not look at the youtube channel name but oh no that's just professionalism from me it's okay i'll find it another time um, all in all i would recommend it I oh yeah it's, a, it's very short and kind of cool very atmospheric it's um, a wood watch so, okay, so we're doing five. Number two on my list is Alma. So we watched Alma together before this podcast. Um, what did you think? Did you enjoy it? Yeah. I thought, um, oh my God, I'm going to sound so like pretentious and nitpicky on this. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, obviously, as soon as it happened, you saw what was coming. Yeah. But it just didn't stop. And when it did happen, they did pull it off in a very spooky way i don't know if that makes it makes it better or worse because as much as i saw it coming it was like a build-up that i guess you couldn't stop although it did feel like this kid is a fucking idiot oh absolutely no literally i i feel like when i introduce these shots i don't know if i should give some background or not but basically like we're we're talking about these with the implication that you will go watch them after we finish talking about them definitely before we might give some spoilers away yeah probably before um like a homework movie list you must watch these before you listen to the podcast <laughs> so pause the podcast and go watch please. yeah and then we can all have a lovely open discussion because there will be spoilers um so alma i watched this ages ago literally in secondary school my english teacher showed me it which was such a weird thing to show a bunch of secondary school students but i really enjoyed it and i think it's an incredibly simple and effective concept of like the the shop is obviously appealing to loads of kids that just happen to pass by and then if they touch the doll that looks exactly like them they're trapped forever like god what a horrible fate like imagine not being able to move and you're just trapped in this doll for years like oh god no yuck i hate it yeah that's fucked it is so fucked no absolutely not um but I love the concept and I think there's so many like subtle hints in it that are just so effective like the little doll on the tricycle who's like banging on the door trying to get out but also kind of signaling to the girl to get out as well oh god it's so fucked yeah it's quite sad in that way yeah like that once you know exactly what's going on like that's a kid he just wants to leave I know and and the fact that the door closes before the kid tries to get out it obviously like the demon or like the like the living star will not let anyone leave oh it's just so gross <laughs> it's so gross but i love it it's also like at that point you are just sort of looking at the kid and going fucking get out of the shop i know obviously i know and also like 
I, I think we talked about it when we watched it. Her proportions are so weird. It's really <laughs> funny. She's built like Mewtwo or like some sort of like weird, weird creature. It's hilarious. Torso to leg ratio is just out completely. <laughs> As an animator, does that annoy you? Like, would you look no, at that and be like, it's, God? It's stylized character design. So no, it doesn't. No. Okay. Well, I just thought it was quite funny. It is funny. Uh, she looks really weird, but there we go. Um. Okay, well, I think I I wrote down for Alma, I actually wrote, I rated it really high, so I gave it an 8 out of 10 yikes, because I thought it's just, just the implication of being trapped in the body of a doll forever makes me feel sick, and that, yeah, that just is a big no for me. Yeah, I think it was um maybe more scary when it actually happened, and you saw... You sort of saw how she was trapped, mm-hmm. and then the happy music just carried on. Yeah, I thought I don't know something about the music fucked me up a bit. It's it's messed up. What would you rate it? Um, in terms of being scared, I don't think I was very scared, but it is a very good short film. I feel like there should be a separate rating for scared and it being good. Well, I mean, maybe I'll have in to. In terms make of one. yikes, I'll give it. Uh, four yikes because four yikes. I, the concept was like Ugh. to be fair though like it is just the concept and no, then nothing else is scary that makes sense i i agree with you but i think the concept for me is just a little bit more freaky which is why i rated it higher um yeah and also you saw it when you were younger i did i saw it in school like what the hell mate my english teacher she 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 knew what she was doing i don't know what she knew what she was doing but <laughs> Spooky. I remember, you know how English teachers are always like, what's the anal- like analysis here? What's the deeper meaning? Like, that is literally what yeah. she said. Like, oh, my. Yeah. She's got you to just analyse this horrific short film. Yeah, literally. I say horrific, it's not scary. It's no. It's just a cool concept, and it's very well executed. Yeah. So, actually, I think I'm being generous when I give it a four. It didn't, it didn't scare me, but I just thought I'll give it higher because it is such a good little short film. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, this is an anecdote, but I've had a teacher that <laughs> showed us all some a YouTube video that ended in a proper jump scare. This was in primary school. Oh God! I think it was that um, scary maze game that he showed everyone. Oh, with um, and it has Regan from The Exorcist that pops up. Yeah, it's like the picture. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And I, I came in the room after. I didn't get to see it. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was a kid like shaking and crying in the corner. <laughs> I I would love to do like a like stuff we watched as a kid horror, like stuff that <gasps> yeah. you know stuff that you watch when you were younger and you didn't know how messed up it was, like that that kind of vibe. Oh, can we? I, yeah, I absolutely. feel like I watched some stuff that I wasn't supposed to watch. I'm trying to. Have you ever seen the cat with hands? No. Oh my. God. Okay, so we're doing an episode of weird, obscure internet horror, and that's going to be the first thing I show you. It's, okay. <laughs> I, I kind of wish I showed you it for this episode, but it is oh, literally... Oh, I see it. It's literally, like, insane. I had nightmares the first time I saw it. Like Cat with hands. It does sound familiar. I might have seen it. I think I've showed it to you before. I Wait, sh- yes. Yeah. Yes, you have. Sh- I yeah. have seen it. I remember it. I show- is it the one where the cat's like stop motion-ish? Yeah, I've showed everyone it. Yeah. I show every single... Yeah. P- I meet them and I'm like, have you seen the cat with hands? <laughs> like, before I say hello. It's nuts. It's nuts. Um. Okay. All right. We'll move on. Number three. So number three was Chrysalis. And Chrysalis was by... They have a weird YouTube name. Mr. Michael Squid. Don't ask. I don't know. So Chrysalis came out in 2020. Fairly new horror film. Um, But... It's basically centers around dementia and the kind of process that a person goes through when when they're suffering from it, but takes it to a kind of new extreme in the form of like uh, I don't know a cocoon. I I can't explain it, but 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 basically, there's a lot happens and there's bugs. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was pretty scary. In the acting was scary. I thought the acting <laughs> was scary. Like not good really the really acting kind of... was <laughs> something that 10 out of 10 yikes for acting that was that was scary oh this is mean it wasn't that bad no it wasn't that bad but i i feel like when you're portraying such a like sensitive subject such as like dementia you need to put like 
I I wasn't even the woman the 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 woman that was that had dementia like she she portrayed it quite well but the the boy the the son of the the mother like he was just like so weird the way he acted was just it didn't gel with me I did not like that yeah what did you think about it Anna mixed feelings because I liked the concepts and. Yeah, I feel like it could do with some analysing because I didn't quite get... Like, I got, oh, she's studied bugs, and it said at the end, like, the bug was a parasite. So it might have been that that was, like, causing everything. But I don't know. I don't know how I feel about people using dementia as a horror trope. Yeah. Because it isn't horrific. It's horrifically sad, but it's not scary. It's scary for the person who's suffering, suffering. from it. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like it's such a common trope because people with dementia... Dementia? People Dim- with dementia. <laughs> dementia. <laughs> people with dimensions. People that are a 3D object. <laughs> <laughs> people with dementia can't fight back on it. It's not... It's probably the most vulnerable set of people and yep. it's so commonly used as a horror trope. Yeah, it's like... um, I was talking to you about it earlier, the taking of Deborah Logan... That's about a woman that is suffering with dementia and it's kind of like an intimate documentary. But then it goes into the realms of like possession and um, kind of, you know, it just weird. Just, it, But that's always the premise. I'm trying to think of more. There's, there's another film that's come out recently called, oh, is it called The Sigil or The Ritual? It's not The Ritual. It, it's something along those lines and it, it's also about a woman that suffers from dementia and someone's like looking after her but it's just interesting that it's something that I think is not on the rise but it's just something I've noticed like in horror like it is yeah, something just, that's commonly it's straight used. straight up a trope. Yeah it is really It was strange. used in um, oh god what was that one about the grandparents? Was it just called the grandparents? The Visit. The visit. Yeah The Visit. It was used a bit in that as well. Yeah I think it was you're right but then it it Actually, no, I don't want to spoil it for anyone. But yeah, no. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's weird how common it is. and But I think it could be done. I don't know. I just feel like it could be done differently. I'm not sure how, but I just I just feel well, like, yeah. I showed you that short film that was called Dementia. And oh, yeah. It was about dementia, but that was from the point of view of a sufferer mm. and not, ooh, look at dementia. It's so spooky. It's more about what it's like to have it and how scary that is that would be so interesting like can you imagine like a a, like a a a really high budget horror film from the perspective of someone with dementia because you could totally imagine it where it's like they're forgetting people and they're feeling alienated and it's all about paranoia like that is something that i think has a lot of potential but i yeah i agree with that there'd be no like real ghosts or there could be metaphorical ghosts and monsters, but nothing would be, you know, it'd be grounded in reality of what it's like to have something like that. But they, then again, yeah. people who have it can't really tell if they have it. Like it's it's when it gets to like late stages, isn't it? They kind of almost forget that they've even had it in the first place. Or yeah, yeah, it, it's it's, it's quite bad in the late stages. Mm. It's, yeah, it's forgetting how to do everything. It's horrible. It's horrible to see. Yeah, literally, but. Well, I mean, I think it's good that Chrysalis tried to do something different. Like, I know I get what they were kind of trying to do. The whole the whole thing of, like, dementia is like a process of change. Um, but it, I just think it, it... I think it's because it was... I don't know if it was relatively low budget, but it's, it's basically, like, that what they did was so small and then there was just a big thing that happened at the end. It didn't really feel like staged. Like, they could have done it. For me, it could have been done better. That's what I think. I think I gave it two out of ten yikes, which isn't great. Yeah, I think I'll also give it two out of ten yikes. Although, I'll give it merit for those last few shots, which I think all the budget went into. Literally, like, <laughs> they they didn't put as much effort into, like, the props, but that one CGI shot at the end probably cost them, like, one million dollars. <laughs> like, yeah, that was really good, and that... With his face at the end as oh, well when it was in so the... scary. Oh, that was spooky. Yeah. That, that actually was spooky. spooked me. I remember watching it the first time and I was like, Ugh. Actually, I'm going to give it a three, not a two, because that face at the end deserves another yike. I agree. I agree. Literally, like, that face, really... But that kind of stuff, like, is what they should have put in it throughout. 
Like, I don't know. Mm. It just seems very gimmicky to me, but oh well. That's Chrysalis. So <laughs> the fourth one is The House Has People in It, which was basically, came out in 2016. And Was it Adult Swim? Yeah. Yeah, so it's a very iconic Adult Swim horror. Um, very this House Has People in It. Yeah. It, you said it basically had a whole arge around it, didn't you? It does. It's a complete ARG. You say arge. Isn't that how you say it? <laughs> I thought it was ARG. Uh, Arge. It's an acronym, isn't it? Arge from Tarry. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Arge. But Arge. yeah, it's got a whole yeah. ARG or Arge, however you say it. You can dive deep into the fake websites and fake law and everything around it. We should do a whole episode on it. We should, honestly. Or just Adult Swim in general. Because yeah. they, like, I was going to talk about um, unedited footage of a bear on this as well, but, like, I didn't want to talk about too many. But that there's so much potential. Yeah, we should do that. We should. Basically, the house has people in it. It's kind of iconic because this girl slowly sinks through the floor. And at first, they do kind of think she's having like a temper tantrum. They're just like, yeah, okay, you lay on the floor. And then she starts sinking and they're like, oh my god. Oh, it's just nuts. It's so weird. But I love I I love how zany it is. Like, that concept is just so unique, but so simple. Like, what would... Anna, what would you do if you just started sinking in the floor or you saw someone start what would you do if i saw someone i have no earthly idea i think i'd call an ambulance and hope and then leave but if it was someone that i knew and loved like for them it's their daughter i haven't got i think i'd act like the same way the the dad in it acts where he just goes a bit mad i would call a priest i would call ah. the car insurance people but which religion jam all of them <laughs> every priest yeah I'd get the Vatican on speed dial and be like, there's a demon in my house, get rid of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I like it because I think what, to me, which was so much more interesting than the girl sinking in the floor was what all the other people were doing when it cut to the different shots. Like, the weird kid who's like dressed like a businessman and is just walking around like really weirdly is just nuts. Like, that, why? I don't know. Just so weird. It's just interesting that, like, there was stuff that was happening while the girl was sinking the floor that was so much weirder than her sinking in the floor. Like, I don't know. You'd think that would be the focus of my attention. But whenever it panned off the the girl, I was like, what's going on? I don't know. There's just a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. There was, like, a deer in, in the garden. Yeah. And then the deer runs off and you see something else. And it kind of looks like a guy in a Sonic the Hedgehog costume. <laughs> Really? We should get like a shot by shot screen cap, like a Bigfoot picture, <laughs> just so we can. Yeah. Like, we really do need to have an episode where we just analyze it frame by frame. That would be. I'm pretty sure, you know, the Gran is watching someone on the telly. Yeah. And it has, um, I think he's talking about a virus. I'm pretty sure that that is like its own miniseries, that you can watch that. I'm sure, I'm sure I've seen it. That's, yeah, well, I mean, it would make sense for the Yard, like bringing in the other productions they've done into it yeah i i need to catch i don't know why we didn't before the podcast to be fair but it's just such a cool concept i i don't know we'll do a whole episode about it literally there's so much to talk about with it like i it just makes me laugh that like the dad has just like i mean you were like he would have a breakdown if you if he found his daughter sinking through the floor but i'm just like why is he acting so weird but you're right he probably would be really creeped out i don't know just made yeah, me laugh. Straight up, what would you do if it was like a family member, an irreplaceable family member, just sinking through the floor? You, you don't know when they're gonna stop. You're, or if you're they're just like survive. sitting in the living room, and then grandma starts slowly like sinking in a <laughs> rocking chair, like backwards, and she's just slowly. Oh, she goes to hell. <laughs> oh, if she started ascending, like she goes up. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. I, I would laugh. Like I would. It would just be nuts. Ugh. <laughs> incredible um so i gave i gave this five out of ten yikes because the concept and the idea of someone sinking through the floor is pretty scary but on the whole it's not scary it's just pretty like fucked up yeah so uh, i guess a yike please don't think that a yikes is a rating of how good it is because it's very good a yikes is a rating of how scary it is i should clarify a yikes is how much it made me 
shiver with scaredness. So in terms of yikes, I'll give it like a four, but I do think it's genuinely brilliant. I absolutely agree. I think it's a great concept. It's really good. I love I love films like that. I love shorts like that where they're just so simple, but you wouldn't have thought. It's like it follows. Like it follows is so simple. Like it's just yeah. a demon following you around and that's it. But that's why that's it's good. That's a spooky ass concept. It is scary. Like, I'm, it's not I'm going tr- fast. It's just. I'm trying it's to think. Its, way. it's on the same vibes as like if they ever did a horror film about how like all gravity is gone, so everyone would start floating upwards or something like that. It's that kind of vibe. I don't know. That's essentially the opposite of what it is. So that was the house has people on it. It's on Adult Swim. Very easy to find. So much about it. Yeah. Yes, they are all on YouTube. Um. Okay. So number five is one you showed me, and I loved it oh my god so good um so it's called the it's, the video is called beloved right yeah yeah so beloved um it's by an artist called vivinos i don't know if i'm saying that correctly but i'm pretty sure that yeah so it's it's by vivinos um and it's basically like my very first impression when i started watching it it's like oh it's like a 90s anime music video i love those like i love that aesthetic of 90s anime so cool my interest is already peaked. Like I'm so intrigued. And then, can can it... we please like give spoiler warning? Because this is definitely worth the watch. Oh, absolutely. Like if you're listening, go and watch it. Go and watch it right now. Humongous spoiler warning. Also trigger warning. Suicide. Yeah, big big trigger warning. I I'll probably do a trigger warning at the start of this episode, like a separate recording, yeah. just so we're we're covered. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah, big spoiler warning. I loved it. Oh my god, I love how subtle it was. But then we talked about that one bit towards the end where the music distorts. Oh god, it's so creepy. I love it. I love it. What did you think, Anna? I can't explain why I found it so scary because it wasn't jump scare. It it was a bit of a jump scare, but it wasn't like, oh, here's this terrifying face and a loud scream. It was like, here's the saddest thing you've ever seen with some music distortion. It's one. Of, this is kind of like the conversation we were having earlier about do you need a jump scare to make something scary? But what this does is like it makes you uncomfortable without. It's not a real jump scare. It's just something that like happens, but then everything makes sense. It's not a jump scare. It's a realization. That's what it is. Yeah. Like you realize, oh my god, that's so messed up. I get the whole music video now, and then you go back and watch it a second time to yeah, make sense of it all. This is better on a second watch. It's better Absolutely. on a third watch. It's better the more you watch it. The more th- uh, you can theorize about it for a while, and it's so simple. It's just a little flashback that this woman's having mm. to her high school life, and you, it's not until that like quote unquote jump scare happens that you know exactly why she's so distressed for that for the whole thing. And I think as well, which is really fun, is that you could literally listen to it like just the music itself is incredible. Oh, the, music's like, the a music pop. is. Did did they make the music or did they like source it? I I'd... think it was someone else's. I'm gonna just open it and find out. I think even the well, obviously it was hand drawn. Like the each each cap is like incredible. It really is well done and so subtle. It's just good. It's just really good and okay. scary, so, really scary. The music is not original. It's someone making almost like a fan music video but the story is original oh the story is so original and there's we should probably do like an episode where we just watch a bunch of them i would love that they are so good they've not made that many scary ones Mm. but they've made a few and they're all pretty good i think this one might be the best one though oh absolutely i think i i just think it's it's a type of horror that I haven't seen before, and that's so exciting. Like, it, there's so much stuff which is so overdone, but like, stuff like that is really just really cool, uh, and really really effective. The use of the music on that, like, really specific. That the way the music distorts when you see that she actually fell off the building is oh god. Should we backtrack a little because we've not actually like explained what happens in it. So if if you've not watched it and you don't want to watch it, we'll just spoil it right now. So it's um it's a music video of these two high school girls and one seems to have a crush on the other and then she sees that she's got like bruises on her neck and arms. Um 
and then they sort of meet up in private and have a little kiss and then there's somebody watching her and it's quite it, that bit alone is quite creepy um and then the rest of it is them being like happy and carefree together and these and it's so wholesome and that's why you you know it's something bad's going to happen because you can see the orange-haired girl's future self is like watching back at it and looks really sad mm. so you know something terrible's going to happen and she's like watching this uh, high school girl with such fondness then it then the girl is like missing and so the other girl is looking for her and then assumes that she must not be in school that day and then she's just sat in class looking out of the window and then all all the shit hits the fan oh god it's just such an emotional scene and like do you know what i read when i watched it for the first time i thought the woman with the ginger hair was like the the girl that killed herself's mother and i was like oh god i hope she doesn't like find her daughter or something like i thought that would have been awful but i feel like they're both awful, but I feel like somehow this is just worse. Like, she's still obviously being haunted by what happened. Oh, God. Just so freaky. Just so freaky. And such a cool, cool use. What I what I really liked as well is, like, I keep talking about it, that bit in the, the music video where, like, the music slightly distorts and it goes a bit deeper. But they use it for just that one bit and not, like, that's the only bit in the video where it's used. Like, I love that they don't keep using it like it like if they overused it it wouldn't be as effective but because yeah. they've just used it for that one bit it's just really good so yeah good. it's like that bit where it's distorted is almost the end of it anyway but then it just gets back to the happy music of this now grown woman lying on the floor she can't look out of the window because she only sees the face of her dead girlfriend oh my god jesus christ i just such a heavy subject matter, but so effective. Like, really good. I So I, I actually... Oh, I did rate this. I wasn't sure if I did. I gave it 10 yikes. Because yeah. I was just like, Jesus Christ, when that bit hit, I was like, oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> when that bit hit, my heart sunk, and I thought, okay, mm-hmm. that was really cool. And then I watched it again, and then I read, like, the theories in the comments. And, oh, God, it gets... It goes deep. There's loads yeah. of theories about it. Um, what? What would what would you rate it? I'd give it a ten because later yeah. on in the day I thought I was gonna have nightmares about it. Yeah. I think I'm gonna think about it later in bed, just be sat in and <laughs> like, oh god. I'll probably be like vibing to the music and then I just remember. Oh yeah, no. That beat um, little distort. <laughs> I think what what I love about specifically the platform of YouTube is that always the comments are just so in depth. Like you can if you don't get something, just know that you can scroll down and you'll instantly have like five different theories on it in an essay. Like, and I love that. It's so great that you can find ways to understand it by so many like different people's opinions. It's just so interesting. I just love that. Um, but yeah. So out of all of the five that we watched, which one do you think was the best and which one do you think was the worst? I think it was Beloved's got to be the best one. Yeah, I agree. And I, I even have more to say about it, to be honest. Say it, come on, let's go. <laughs> There's, like, the theory that sh- the orange-haired girl has completely repressed herself because she blames herself for the, her girlfriend's suicide. Mm-hmm. And that's shown by her being way more feminine in the future. Like, she's repressed a certain part of herself. I yeah, she it's... was She was very, like, tomboy when she was young, wasn't she? yeah. That's interesting. What do you think? Like, your own personal opinion? In my opinion, I think... I don't know. It's such a short, simple little video that I think overanalyzing it might be a bit redundant because it just is what it is. But it's almost like I imagine that this girl can't look out of windows for very long because that's how that's what always happens. It, she always flashes back Did... to a girlfriend's face. Do you know what that reminds me of? You've reminded me. Did you ever watch The Haunting of Bly Manor? No... Did you watch The Haunting of Hill House? No. Okay, so I'm gonna... It's not really spoilers, but I'm gonna spoil a little bit. So, there's basically... So, this is really freaky, but... So, one of the younger girl characters, she doesn't like like looking up or like looking out of the covers at night because she's scared she'll she'll keep seeing this, like, woman... She calls it, like, the hanged lady. Because she always sees this, like, woman hung from, like, a noose, like 
over literally like looking over her while she's sleeping Ooh. all the time um and it kind of reminds me of that it's the same with in the haunting of blind manor so danny the main character her she keeps getting like a really bad ptsd and she covers mirrors and reflective surfaces and you find out it's because her boyfriend basically got out of a car they had a fight and they broke up and he got out of the car and got hit by a truck as soon as he got out of the car so like whenever she sees glasses or like a reflection of anything because she's all like the reflection of the headlights of this truck in his glasses so whenever she sees anything like that she's like instantly like oh my god and it just reminds me of that it's just something so simple but like for the character obviously it's like so scary like a window they made a window scary like Like, it's ruined windows for forever yeah i also think it's so scary because it's not it's not like a fantasy like this could happen oh absolutely yeah and it it's it's scary it's so scary because it's so normal like that the fact that like they they just built on it like the fact that she had bruises and stuff like you could see that on people and it's kind of like a natural progression like obviously something something's not right and then it just goes on and on and on and then yeah and it's oh it's just awful but so good i think it was brilliant how unexpected it was you you know something scary is gonna happen but it's not in like a dip in the song. It just happens in the middle of a line. You don't expect yeah. it to happen. It happens during like the whimsical part. And I think that's like how a sudden death is. Yeah. You don't expect it and it just kind of happens. You're fully right. And it, it really does set it up. It's like when I like when we first watched it, I was like, oh, it's like a 90s music video. That's what I said. I was like, I love it. Like, it's so happy. And it really sets it up for that. It sets it up for that kind of happy, happy go lucky kind of like feel good vibe. And yeah, nuts. I love the glitches that happen, like for a frame, you know exactly what's going to happen if you pause it at the right time. Yeah. And it's, it's very subtle, isn't it? Everything in the, everything in the episode, like the video is so subtly done, but so effectively done. Like everything is timed to absolute perfection. And I yeah. I just love that. And I guess that this is kind of like the point we're making that like you don't need jump scares to make something scary. It is kind of a jump scare, but it's not in the same way that like Don't Peak was, where yeah, it's, it's just like face. you knew it was coming. Yeah. It's not a build up. It's not a scary face. It's not a loud noise. It's so subtle. I mean, it is kind of a scary face, but it's more sad than scary. It it remind I wrote it in my notes. It <laughs> it reminded me of. Doki Doki Literature Club, just because of like the the whole thing of like anime girls that is they're kind of fucked up, but you don't really know why, and then you find out why. Yeah, oh, God, it's so very nuts. similar. Not, I I guess it's just because they're in the same kind of style, but it, they are similar also in like subject as well. I guess I also love that, and I read this in the comments, so this is an original idea. But when she like sees her girlfriend's face. And that's obviously ingrained in her mind, and that's why it lasts so long. But then, she, like, it cuts out, it glitches, and she sees her legs for, like, half half a second, like, a frame. Jesus. And someone said, it's like if you were actually watching someone jump to the death, you'd probably blink and, like, take be taken aback, and you'd only see, like, the face and the feet at the end. Like, they didn't show oh, the my... whole body falling. It oh. was just what she saw. Do you know what I'm going to show you after this episode? I'm going to show you a music video. Oh, God. Um, I'm going to show you a music video that's literally the same thing. Oh, it's no. Literally about, but it's it's not the same subject matter. It's a really great song, but it's like, it's all hand-drawn. But it, I'll just show you it. I'll show you it after and we can talk about it. Like, um, if anyone wants to watch this one I'm talking about, it's, it's by, um, they're like a house music group called Jabberwocky and it's called Fog. And it's so good. Like, the way that everything is drawn. I'm not going to spoil it, but we're going to watch it after this, Anna. And then you can Ooh. tell me what you think. Okay. Um, okay. I literally would do a whole episode about that music video. I love it. Um, okay, so what was the worst? What did you think you just didn't like? You know, I don't think there was any I didn't like. Yeah. I, I mean, they've, what... all got good, they've all got good points to make. It'd be great if you could, like, squash them all together to make one episode of something. Um... But I think the differences in all of them is like 
it's such a good variation. Like, it really is. Like, I think with, you know, the house has people in its simple concept. I love that. Great idea. And not too scary, but just in its concept is really strong. Yeah, I and think it's with, worth its own yeah. episode for just how deep it goes. I love that they've given people something to chew on after. Because I think my favourite things with horror, and my, my favourite thing is, like, when I don't really like it when movies leave things so ambiguous at the end that you don't really have anything left like i like that they give you more to like look into it i I just think that's more fun um but i guess that's just a personal opinion um i don't know i think for me i think chrysalis was the worst just because well they're not bad none of them are bad but like for me personally i didn't like the natural like flow of it i feel like it could have been done differently and then for just that big thing to happen at the end and that's kind of it it was just a bit crap i think i agree with you i didn't resonate that much with chrysalis just because i don't like the dimension i keep saying dimensions (laughs) i don't like the dimension trope because i've seen that happen firsthand it's not scary it's just sad i don't think i've ever liked dementia as a trope apart from that one film that i showed you which was called dementia about dementia that, <laughs> that i really great. like that yeah no that it was good and we... dimension... i keep saying dimension what's wrong with me that <laughs> that wasn't a dementia trope though that was from the point of view of someone with dementia and it was taken way more seriously I th- did we talk about it in the podcast or did we talk about it before of how no, we did. We talked about it when we t- <laughs> I'm literally already recording it and I forgot what I've said. Um, <laughs> no, but um, about how in Chrysalis and in other things with dementia, it would be good to see it from the perspective more of the person rather than like a docu-style or like a, a telling of the people surrounded with the person. I think it's scarier for the person suffering it with it. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like I've, I've teased the people listening. So there is a film like that on YouTube called Dementia by Hazel Hayes and it is spooky and it is just a short film on YouTube but it's worth the watch because it's more about the perspective of someone with dementia and how oh that's a scary film in itself just when she I don't want to spoil it okay spoilers when she like wakes (laughs) up and she's old and she was just young a second ago that is one of my biggest fears that is terrifying like it's just horrific. You you kind of live from moment to moment, don't you? That's kind of what it would be like. And it's... Oh, it's it's so sad. I, do you know what it reminds me of as well? Have you seen... I'm, I hate this. I'm really going to do this a lot. You're going to have to get used to it. Do you know what it reminds me of? Have you seen that film that you definitely haven't <laughs> seen? I'm going to talk on. about it. Now, um, there's this film called The Endless, and it's on Netflix. Um, and it's basically about um, this cult that these two brothers escaped. But I'm going to spoil it. So basically, there's this there's this bit. I don't really need to spoil it. There's this really specific bit where this guy is trapped in an eight second time loop for the rest of his life, and he like he like leaves this tent and then he dies and he has to relive dying over and over and over and over again. Oh, that's fucked. I know it's so it's so nuts, but it's different for some people. Some people get like eight seconds. Or there's this other guy who gets two weeks. Every two weeks he has to die and he comes back. Um. And I imagine that's kind of similar to what it's like with dementia. You kind of live from moment to moment, not really being aware of, you know, how how and like what and why that is. And I really think we we're both right when we said it would. I feel like a horror film where it's in the perspective of someone with dementia would be far more effective than someone. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, not that I know anything about saying what is and what is shouldn't be about you know that a sensitive subject like that but i think i do think there should be more movies where they explore the perspective of someone of someone like suffering from an illness like that definitely yeah i mean the whole oh dementia is so scary from the people not suffering that just feels so okay this vulnerable group of people really really can't fight back about this um but I think a film from the perspective of someone with it, that wouldn't be a spectacle. It would have to be respectful, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Because it could happen to you, is the thing. It could happen yeah. to me. It could happen to anyone. And it's scary. It's, it's, it is. It's terrifying. It's like, it's it's just one of the things. It's, I think as well, it's like, 
I watched um, Saint Maud, uh, which was an A24 film uh, a couple of weeks ago. And that was about uh, this woman. It's not even really an integral part of it, but it's about this woman caring for a woman who's dying. And it's interesting how horror films use these kind of of tropes of a person with a certain illness. And it just keeps cropping up. But it's never really from the perspective of someone suffering from it. I mean, you could argue that it's ableist, really. You're probably right there. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. I think, yeah, it's it's nuts. I I just think, I think like I think they've done it before. Like, um, have you seen the Invisible Woman? No, not the Invisible Woman. The Invisible Man. Um, in the Invisible Man, it's from basically like, it's really good because it's from the perspective of um a woman who's been like abused by her partner um and that's really effective because it's from her perspective it's not like it's not like oh this is my friend who's been suffering from abuse from someone else this is like this is my experience of it yeah and that was far more effective so maybe we've made a, a case there anna i think i've Push- heard of that film and is it that one that was marketed all wrong like it looked really silly on the trailers but i heard it was really good it may be. I didn't even know that. Was it marketed wrong? I think I saw the trailer and thought that looks really silly. And I, I saw some other people saying that looks really silly. Because it was literally yeah. like, oh, she's seeing things. Who knows what she's seeing? But then I heard it was brilliant. <laughs> and you've just told no. me now that it seems really good. So It's so good. It's a really good film. Really effective. Great pacing. Awesome. Defo should watch it. Hmm, I think, watch it. Uh... Yeah, discussions of ableism should probably be one at trigger warnings. Oh, absolutely! I'll put them on um, I'll put it on like a trigger list. Yeah, that that's can um, be said about so many horror films. Though, is it actually scary or is it just someone with some kind of disability illness. or illness? Yeah, you're right. That literally, it's it's weird how it it crops up so often. Like I'm trying, to, like I said before, I think it's called the sigil. Is about a woman who um has got cancer but she gets this like black spot on her chest that's like a curse like isn't it weird how they always change like usually like a long term illness into something that's it's it's like with the taking of Deborah Logan they changed it so it was more into body horror like she turns into this like snake like creature but the premise of the film originally was like she had dementia it's so strange I think it is I think it's great in some respects because it does highlight the problem that these people in everyday life go through. But in other ways, it kind of does take it too far and then it's not really like representative of what it actually would be like to suffer from it. I agree. It's like, yeah. it's not, it, it's almost seeming like they do it so they can be like, oh, well, she doesn't really have dem- dementia. So it's not really like making light of it. It's because she's got demons in her bones. Like Li- that is literally the taking of Deborah Logan. You've literally just you said what it is. That's the plot. God, that's so weird that it's that it's it does it like that. It's so strange. But on the other hand, it could be like, oh well, these illnesses, these diseases, they are like a horror. They are yeah horrific, and horror films aren't always meant to be light-hearted. I think a lot are. But some of them are meant to be serious. I would love to do um an episode about body horror because I it I don't even know how it happened, but I have been watching recently. So I've been watching some body horror films. You need to watch it, and I'll tell the listeners to watch it as well. There's this short on it's not short; it's a full length film on Shudder called The Beach House, um, and it is literally so messed up and gross, but it's really effective body horror it's just so good it's not even about like any actually you know what it does have a long term illness in it one of the characters in it is suffering from a long term illness it seems to be present in so many different things like it, that's so strange um but yeah the beach house is great so good um it's oh my god have you seen um have you seen the color out of from outer space with nicolas cage in it no that's another body horror film that's about also got a woman in it that's got like stage four cancer they seem to go hand in hand in some like how strange is that i think it's because when death is a sub an ever-present subject matter 
it's probably scarier. It can make mm-hmm. a film scarier because death is around the corner for someone, which yeah. is always the, obviously not always the case. But but that's why I think is it is this respectful if they're only there to remind you of death? Yeah, I mean you're absolutely right. I mean. I obviously can't speak from the perspective of someone that suffers from an illness like that, but I imagine I do wonder sometimes when people watch these films, like, do they feel represented in how their illness is being portrayed? If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's a question for another time, but it is really just nuts. Um, and I do think I do think I think we've said that it it could be represented better, and I think more films need to need to be from the perspective of someone suffering from an illness rather than it being the perspective of someone else. Like, how scary would a horror film be about someone that's got, like, a parasite inside of them that is a metaphor for cancer? Like, that you could easily make a film from the perspective of something like that. You know, I need to see my research, because there probably is. There probably is films like that, and I'm just talking absolute bollocks. But, hey, you know, I I feel like just from what I've seen, there isn't loads. Yeah, it's not... At the very least, it's not very mainstream. Yeah. There's probably brilliant indie niche. films out there that are full of actual representation of yeah real people with real illnesses, you know? No, you're absolutely right. I just think it's something that needs to be explored more. We have made a case. We have. This part should be in the title. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're going to call this, but like, you've the also episode a discussion at the end. Anna and Jam make a point. <laughs> a very long and fangled point, but a point is made. <laughs> and that's the whole title. We stumbled um, across a point. Yeah, and we didn't even know how, but we've done it. Um, <laughs> amazing. Um, I think I even forgot to introduce myself at the start. Oh, no. Like, I don't, I don't even think I did. I'm James, hello. Um <laughs> At the end, I'm gonna just introduce myself at the end rather the, than the beginning, just to be quirky. <laughs> I'm different. <laughs> um, Could I um, yeah. put a, like clips of this on my YouTube channel and maybe animate a little bit? Oh, absolutely! I would love you to do that. I'll commission <laughs> you to do it. Oh, really? How will... much? Okay, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. Well, I mean, free exposure. I'm yeah. like one of those horrible, horrible <laughs> big budget companies that like, if you work for us for free, you'll get free exposure. It's priceless. That's what I am. We talked about what we hate and what we don't like. I guess we should close the episode out in like a smooth and roundabout way. Um, okay, so thank you so much, Anna, for coming. It You're has been welcome. a pleasure. This was loads of um, fun. You have had the privilege of being my very first guest and I'm sure you will come on again <laughs> and again. So, yeah. I am Look honored. forward to more Anna, people. She's here. Yay. Um, but yeah, I had a great time. I really liked all the shots. I thought they were a lot of fun. And it's not just nice to, like, analyze horror on, like, a really casual level. <laughs> it makes me feel like I'm doing, like, A-level film again, but in, like, a really chill way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks so much for coming on, Anna. I really appreciate it. Can um, I, can and I yeah, plug I'll... myself? Oh, absolutely. You go ahead. I'm so sorry I didn't say it anyway. <laughs> Carry on. You go. Subscribe to uh, me. Oh. <laughs> What's my YouTube channel called? <laughs> subscribe to Anna Webley. That's my YouTube name. Please, please subscribe. I do animations. And actually, the latest thing I did was an animated thing that you could argue has some horror elements. Not many, though. Like, hardly any. It's for kids. But whatever. Thank you so much, Anna. I really appreciate it. Welcome. Um, yeah, thank you for everyone that has listened. Um, there will be another episode soon, hopefully. Let's hope and pray. Fingers crossed. How do we stop?